Man, it look like some people still sitting down out there, man. Is that right? Yeah, man. Come on. Uh. Has it been good to you? Has it been good to you? Talking about the Holy Ghost. Talking about the Holy Ghost. Get up on your feet. Get up uh, on your feet. Uh, your hands. Uh, your
this one thing. I'm walking by faith.
Johnson, I really appreciate you letting me sing on your record. It really means a lot to me. And uh, we are Christians and we are gospel singers and we travel and we sing to people that suffer in every need. So we must encourage them and tell them that God will restore what they have lost. Listen here. If you've lost a lot of valuable things and that made you give up on your dreams, I want to let you know the same thing happened to me too, but I got a word right here I want to share with you. God, we restore everything. For you, because of your troubles, I want to let you know that the devil, you can't win. Don't fool yourself, because he never been your friend. Lord, we restore. Get it. My peace, real peace. 
I love it when you rain on me. Come.
Dark and dark. 
Just feel the power I want to see 
what I want you to do for me, Father. Speak. 
spell no more. Danger night passed. Raise it, tempest, it's all over now. I'm on the rock at last. I've escaped the burning sand. Never, now, never, no more too wrong.
got to do this. Will you confess with your mouth? Believe in your heart. Jesus died. He's the Son of God. And it could be 
This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. This is Apostle Barbara Watson coming to you from Lewisburg, North Carolina, Christian Life Church of God, Inc., along with Pastor Gladys Smith. We invite you to join us on Tuesdays from 9.30 to 10 o'clock a.m. and on Thursdays from 1 o'clock to 1.30 p.m. where we teach the Word of God and we enjoy the Word of God. Join us. Get the way. Welcome back to the program. Now let's join Pastor Gladys Smith and Apostle Barbara Watkins of the Christian Life Church located at 6762 Highway 56 West, Franklinton, North Carolina. Now here is Pastor Gladys Smith. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We tell God thank you for, yes, another brand new day that he has made. I tell God thank you. Yes, I do. Because he is the same God yesterday, he is the same God today, he is the same God that he will be forevermore, and I tell God, thank you, because he is the almighty God. He's Alpha and Omega, he's the same God in the beginning, he's going to be the same God in the end, and I tell God, thank you. I thank God for this brand new day that he has made, and as we come and we still amongst the living, and we still have our right minds, and we still have our health and our strength, we have to tell God thank you for all things. I thank God for how, yes, he watched over all of us that got to sleep on last night. And as we were sleeping, I know that he had his angels encamped round about us to keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. And I tell God, thank you just for being God. I thank God for this opportunity to come back one more time. I thank God for each of you who have come back to listen. I tell God, thank you, because, see, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning. Father God, we thank you. For your son, Jesus, we thank you for your Holy Ghost power. And, Father God, we thank you for being our Heavenly Father. Father God, I thank you for how you watch over us, dear God. Father God, I thank you for how you keep us clothed in our right mind, God. Father God, I thank you for being the healer. I thank you for being the deliverer. Thank you for being the miracle worker, God. Oh, Father God, I thank you for all things great and small. Father God, in your son Jesus' name, I thank you for being the God that can be everywhere and you know all things, dear God. Father God, I thank you for being the God that we can cast all of our cares upon. Father God, I thank you for being the God that never, ever leave us, the God that will never, ever forsake us. I tell you, thank you, God, for all things great and small. And Father God, in your son Jesus' name, I ask that you touch right now, God, those that need your touch, God. Those that are sick, God, I speak your healing power 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Father, get it up. I say, God, in the name of Jesus, ask you to go in the operating room, God. Lead and guide your doctors in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, let your healing power rest, God, in the name of Jesus. Let your miracle working power, God, rest in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, in your son Jesus' name, those that need to be delivered, God, I ask you to deliver in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, touch right now. In the name of Jesus, that you get all of the glory, God. Oh, Father God, move on their behalf right now, God. Open the doors that need to be opened, God. Close the doors that need to be closed, God. In the name of Jesus, oh, Father God, ask that you bless your pastors throughout the land, God. Oh, Father God, those that are standing on your word, strengthen them, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I tell you, thank you, God. Oh, Father God, bless your house that got the fivefold ministry, God. Oh, move right now in the name of Jesus. Continue to strengthen God in the name of Jesus. I tell you, thank you, God. Oh, Father God, I ask that you bless our families and bless their children, God, and their children, God. Oh, Father God, I tell you, thank you for all things. Great and small, dear God. Father God, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Father God, as we come at this time, dear God, I ask for your forgiveness, not just for myself, but for others too, God. Forgive us, God, for all of our sins, dear God. Oh, Father God, I ask that you move, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, we repent right now for anything that we might have done that wasn't pleasing in your sight, God. Oh, Father God, in your son Jesus' name, we ask you, God, to bless NFI Radio, God. Thank you for allowing them to send the word throughout the land, God. Oh, Father God, bless Pastor Kearney, God. Oh, Father God, the ones that come on board, God, to teach and preach your word, God. Those that come on board to share, God, I ask that you anoint them afresh in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you and I praise you. I glorify you. Father God, continue to humble your people, God, even the more in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you. We praise you and we glorify you just for being our God. For it's in your son Jesus' name that we ask trusting and believing you. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Again, I tell God thank you for all things. I don't take it for granted because, see, I can do nothing without the help of our Heavenly Father. And I tell God, thank you. I thank God for his son Jesus loving us so much that he came and he went on the cross for us. Could nobody else do what he did? And I tell God, thank you for all things. I bless the name of the Lord. And babies, even when we go through our trials and our tests, I know that you know that God will never, ever leave you or forsake you. Our trials and our tests come to make us strong. And I tell God, thank you. 
at Christian Life. We have worship service every Sunday at 11 o'clock a.m. And prior to morning worship, we have Sunday school. We invite you to come out and go and worship with us. And on Tuesday nights, we have Bible study starting at 7 o'clock p.m. Except for the third Tuesday night, we don't have Bible study. On third Tuesday, we have noonday prayer at 12. And we invite you to come out and go in prayer with us. If you're working, go in prayer wherever you are, because the Word of God let us know that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. And one thing that I do know is that I don't care where we are, we can go in prayer. It's good and humbling to go on our knees, yes. But I tell God, thank you, that we can call on him no matter where we are. And even though we don't come together for Bible study on third Tuesday nights, I encourage you to go in the word of God wherever you are. Because, see, it's the word of God where we gain our strength. It's the word of God that leads and guides us because, see, they work together. And I tell God, thank you. We ask you to join us on first and third Tuesday as Pastor Micah Austin, the pastor of Old Living. Liberty Missionary Baptist Church has come on board to bring the word of God. We tell God, thank you for his coming to join us. We ask you to tell somebody to tell somebody. And on second and fourth Tuesdays, it's yours truly, and on Thursday. And I always encourage you, if you have a ministry, if you have a book that you have written, give me a call, let me know, because, see, it's not about me. It's about getting the word out there. I've had some powerful authors to come and share their books with us. I've had guest pastors. I thank God for Apostle Gwen Scott coming to join us and talking about being still. I tell God thank you. But we give God glory for all that he is doing. Continue to stand on the word, men and women of God. Because as we stand on the word, the word of God let us know that we got to be doers of the word and not hearers only. And as we are doers of the word, that's a clear indicator that we are applying the word to our lives. And we are being obedient to God. And I tell God, thank you. As we come back on today. Still going to be talking about what it means to love like Jesus. And what I'm so glad about is that when we were yet sinners, yes, he loved us. When we weren't being obedient to him, yes, he still loved us. He didn't love the sin. No, he didn't. But he loved us enough that he went on the cross for each and every one of us. And I tell God, thank you. And he went in the grave, but I tell God, thank you, that he didn't stay there. He rose on the third day just as the word of God say that he would. And I'm so glad that he still loves us so much that he's interceding on our behalf with the Father. And we find that when we love like Jesus loved, we're going to stand on the word of God. 
when we love like Jesus loved, we find that we want to be like him. When we love like Jesus loved, you're going to find that you want you 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 want to be like him. You you want to do his will. You want to be obedient to his word. As you are obedient to the word of God. You're being obedient to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and I tell God thank you. When we are being and love like Jesus. I tell God, thank you, that he was one, that he loved people selflessly. He loved us. He didn't have a particular group that he loved. He loved selflessly. And as he loved us selflessly, that let me know that even when we were sinners, he loved us enough that he drew us nigh unto him. He loved us so much that when he saw somebody hungry, he was there. When he saw somebody that needed to be healed, he was there. When he saw somebody that just couldn't make it, he was there for them. And I tell God, thank you. When we serve the true and living God, we're going to love like he loves. And he loved so much that he commanded that his disciples had to love each other the same way that he loved them. As he talked, as he was going about, he taught the word of God. He set an example that we could go by, and as he was walking with his disciples and teaching his disciples, he let them know that they had to love the same way that he loved. If we look at John 13, verse 34, he said in his word, a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. I tell God, thank you, that we got to love with a pure heart and with a humble heart. No, we don't have to agree with sin. We don't have to go along with wrongness. No, we don't. But when we love like Jesus loved, that takes us back to let us know that when we were yet sinners, he loved us. He could have walked away, but he didn't walk away for us. From us, He still was there for us, and he's letting his people know that he was commanding them that you love one another. And there are going to be things that people do that we don't like, but guess what, babies? We still got to love. He commanded those that is his to love one another. And as we love one another, if you're a true man and woman of God, you're going to love whether that person is a disciple at your church. You're going to love whether he's a disciple or she's a disciple at another church. But we got to love like Jesus loved. And when we love as he loved, we will love with a pure heart, with a clean heart. I tell God, thank you, that Jesus was setting the example 
that he let us know that as he loved each and every one of us, and if you are a true believer, you're going to do what the word of God say to do. The word of God tells us to be doers. If you are a doer of the word, guess what? You're going to love one another just as Jesus loved us. You're going to be there for one another. No, you don't go along with sin. You don't walk and go along with unrighteousness. But you got to love. I remember saying at one point, I'm going to love them, but I'm going to feed them out of a long-handled spoon. That wasn't having the heart of God. That was not loving like God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit love. That was loving the way that I love. But when you get wisdom and understanding, you get a true relationship with God. You will follow his commandments to love the same way that he loved. And I tell God, thank you. And that as we love, you're going to find that you never compromise on God's word. You never compromise on God's holiness. You stand on righteousness. Might be that they don't love you, but you got to love them with the love of God. I thank God for his son Jesus being one that loved us and loved us unconditionally. When we love like Jesus loved, we're going to love with our whole hearts. No, you won't love sin, but you're going to love with your whole heart. When you love like Jesus loved, you're going to find that you have a love for God who is the Father. You're going to find that you have a love for the Holy Spirit. Yes, you can't love one without loving the other. And I tell God, thank you, that to be a true believer, you're going to love like Jesus loved. Remember when Jesus was going about doing the ministry for his Father, that his Father had ordained. Everywhere that he went, seemed like somebody was coming against him. But Jesus did not change. Jesus stood on the word and continued to do a work for his father. As a child of God, as we are going on our journey doing a work for him, we're going to do what he has called us to do. Going to be times that you go into the enemy's camp, but you got to stand under the unction of the Holy Ghost of God, and you still got to do the work that God has called you to do. You still got to love in spite of. And I tell God, thank you how Jesus loved us so much, so much. He demonstrated his love by dying for us. Nobody else could have done what he did. And I tell God, thank you. He said there is no greater love. What do you mean if we look at John 15, verse 13? The word of God say, greater love hath. No man than this, that a man lay down his life 
for his friend. I tell God, thank you, because even before we were saved, Jesus went on the cross for all mankind. We were sinners, but he loved us enough to go on the cross that we might be redeemed back to the Father. And in the word, he said, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. I tell God, thank you for going on the cross for me. And have you ever, as a human being, seen a friend in trouble? And you felt like you were coming to that friend's rescue. Might have been that you just came and stood beside them. Might have been that you might have spoke a word on behalf of them. But I don't believe there's a lot of us who have had the opportunity to lay down our life for our friends. But I thank God for my best friend, Jesus, giving his life for me. And I know in this world there have been those that have died for a friend. But when Jesus went on the cross, he didn't do it for a select few. He did it for all mankind. And I tell God, thank you, that when he laid down his life for man, He did it because he loved us. He did it because he was obedient to his father. When he went on the cross, he thought that his father had left him, but God was still there. But he had to go on the cross that God's word be fulfilled. And I tell God, thank you. What greater love have No man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. And Jesus is my best friend. We can trust him. He tell us in his word not to put our trust in man because man will fail us, man will be deceived, will deceive us. But when we love Jesus, one thing that I know, he loves us unconditionally. There's no deception there. There's no time that one minute he's this way and the next minute he's another way. But he loves us unconditionally. If we look at Ephesians 5, verse 2, it says, And walk in love as Christ hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for sweet-smelling savor. I tell God thank you for his son Jesus loving us so much that he gave his life for us. He was that sacrifice that God sent. God didn't send nobody else, but he sent Jesus. 
And as we love like he loved, we're going to love with a pure heart. We're going to love with a clean heart. We're going to love unconditionally. We won't love sin. No, we won't. But we're going to love with our whole heart. How can we love like Jesus loved if we look at John 3:16? And the word of God said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Everlasting is synonymous with eternal life. And I tell God, thank you for giving his son. That's, that was love, nothing but love. And when he gave his only begotten son as a sacrifice for us, I tell God, thank you, that he did it unconditionally. He didn't do it for stuff, for money, for things, but he did it because he loved mankind. God gave his own son as an offering for sin on the cross. Not his sin because, see, he was sinless, but because of our sin. He gave his only begotten son. I tell God, thank you for his son Jesus. Because when we love like Jesus did, it means that we don't hold on to stuff. As we love like Jesus did and do what he say to do, money don't matter. Our time is his time. You're going to find that when we love like he loved, that our possessions become his. And I tell God, thank you, we give to others in the name of Jesus when we love like he loved. Ever had a time when you had a need and didn't know what to do? But when you went to Jesus, he opened up a door and released what you needed to have. And I tell God, thank you, that when you love like Jesus loved, Because, see, God loved us so much, he sent his only son. And have you ever thought about what you would do if you had to sacrifice your only child? Or if you had two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten, would you be willing to sacrifice just because you love one of your children? God didn't have but one, and he gave that one that we might have the right to the tree of life. When we love like he loved, we're going to be there to give unto others. You're going to find that you will do without so that someone else will have. And I know that Jesus loved us so much. He owned the whole world. And he was in the beginning. And I thank God for 
his son Jesus, that when we have a need, he come to our rescue. And as the son of God, it's going to be times that we have to go to our brothers or sisters that is in need. When we go to help them, we are doing what the word of God has said. As we do the will of God and we love like he loved, do you know you will give where you think it's not needed? But when we are obedient to the Holy Ghost, we will keep God's word. And we will do what he say to do. And when we love like Jesus, we find that when Jesus was out and about, he didn't just love and minister to a few. We found that he was undiscriminating in the way that he loved. He let us know in his word that it's easy to love those that are like us. Uh huh. Whether we are a child of God or whether we are a sinner, it's easy to love those that have the same thought process that do what we do. If we are servants of God, yeah, it's easy to love other servants and sons of God. If we are sinner, yes, yeah, easy because to love another sinner because they do what we do. But God, through his son Jesus, let us know that we can't just love those that we like, but we got to love everybody. If we look at Luke 6, verse 32 and verse 33, the word of God says, For if ye love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. See, I told you, yes. And if ye do good to them which do good to you, what thing have ye? For sinners also do even the same. It's not just good enough to do and to love those that we love and enjoy being around. But we got to love all of mankind. We can't love this group and not love that group. When we are servants of God. As I said, we don't love to sin if they're sin, but we still got to love as Jesus loved. Because when you think back, when you and I were yet sinners, God loved us and Jesus loved us unconditionally. When we love like he loved, you're going to find that as Jesus loved his enemies, we got to love our enemies. What you talking about? If it's easy to love our friends, but our enemy comes against us, and the enemy don't have the same 
love for God that we do. But guess what? We still got to love. If we look at Luke 6, verse 27, it said, But I say unto you, which here, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you. Yeah, we have to. If we are sons of God and we have the heart of God, yeah, we got to love our enemies. Listen to this. The footnote said, loving our enemies does not mean an emotional love, such as liking our enemies, but rather a genuine concern for their good and their eternal salvation. I tell God, thank you, that when it comes to our enemies, we can't be hostile towards them. We still got to love. When it comes to our enemies, you're going to find that you have to turn the other cheek sometimes, not for them to still come at you, but to walk away. When you love your enemies, you're going to find that you got to pray for them. You got to live that life that will show them that you got to turn from evil and turn unto God. You got to live a life that's going to bring them to Christ and have the gospel of Jesus showing in your life so that they will say, I, I mistreated you, but you're still loving me. You're still giving me Jesus. You, you came to me and told me that you will forgive me. And I want to know what I got to do to be saved. And we got to share the word of God with our enemies. When we love our enemies, I tell God, thank you. We are doing what his son Jesus said to do. Luke 6, verse 35 say, But love ye your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again. You got to love them and not expect nothing in return. And I tell God, thank you. It say, Ye shall, and your reward shall be great. When we do what God say do, and, and do what the Son Jesus say do. Our reward, I don't want money, I don't want stuff, but I want the gift of eternal life. I know that when I love my enemies, I'm being obedient to God's word. When you love your enemies, you're being obedient. And the verse saying, ye shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. I tell God, thank you, that as we love as Jesus loved and do what his word say to do, we are setting an example just as the Most High set an example for us, showing that he is kind to the unthankful, those that don't want nothing to do with him, and to those that do evil. He loved them unconditionally. He's kind. They don't give him thanks for 
what he's doing. He's the one that keeps his angels encamped round about them because they could have already been gone. So just as Jesus loved his enemies, he showed kindness. We got to do the same thing. And it gives you a good feeling knowing that you have glorified God doing the will of God. Love your enemies, baby. Love as Jesus loved. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You have been listening to Pastor Gladys Smith along with Apostle Barbara Watkins of the Christian Life Church located at 6762 Highway 56 West, Franklinton, North Carolina. Be sure to join them every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. to 10 o'clock a.m. and on Thursdays, 1 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. How to live holy I've learned how to live right. I've learned how to suffer.